Hey everybody, this is GR Bell with I Got Your Six Podcast. And in this episode of season six of the Crime Chronicles, we're gonna talk about something that 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 everyone should know, but they didn't know. But now that you need to know this, if you do this, I will ask you to do me a favor. Do this one thing. This one key thing is gonna help you to better yourself. And I mean this. This is gonna help you, gonna help you achieve what you need to do. Hey, remember, never quit your day job about conquering the world. Achieve everything that you always wanna do. Do what you gotta do. Don't rob Peter to pay Paul. And hey, remember this. Time is money. Money is time. Wasting time. You're wasting money. Don't want to waste your time. Don't want to waste your money. And also remember, never quit your day job while conquering the world. And rich people act poor. Poor people act rich. I say that because the one-tenth of one percent of all wealthy people never quit their day job. They always had a job to fall on. Because the reason why I say that, because this is a simple math. Let's say you're a billionaire. You spend, you go out shopping and stuff, and you bought your house, bought your car, bought all this stuff, pay all your bills and stuff. But now you're not a billionaire because guess what you did? Your billions went down to millions. Now you're a millionaire. Oh, you used to be a billionaire, now you're a millionaire. Why do you think Warren Buffett, Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, Larry Ellis, Mark Zuckerberg, all of them still had a job? Why? Because, and also Bill Gates. They all had a job. Reason why? Because they knew that they needed something to fall back on. Always has a fallback because just in case if you decided to start a business and you decide your business went belly up you can always go back to the job you did some of the greatest actors and actresses always had this philosophy and live by this rule let me show you an example here's a good example about when i say about following on do you know that some of the greatest actors and comedians had full-time jobs while they were pursuing their career and their craft i knew a couple of actors and actresses that had a full-time job while they were out hustling. One actor had a night job. He worked graveyard. And in the daytime, he would go to casting calls. Another actress, she said she literally had a full-time job. Full-time job. Full-time evening job. While in the daytime, she was out casting calls. She got a movie role. She, did, she went and did the movie. She took two weeks off because she had vacation days. She took a week off for vacation and did the movie. Turn around. She didn't know if the movie was going to be successful or not, so she kept her job. When the movie became a successful hit and she got this nice check, she gave her two weeks notice where she worked at. She was honest enough to give two weeks. Some people, some actors just all of a sudden, I quit. I'm out of here. Nope. She gave two weeks notice. The reason why? Because she knew that if she ever had to come back there, that place would always hire her. So she did that. And the place treated her really well. It wasn't like a, a, a job where she hated it. She actually loved working there. She didn't want to quit because it was a great place to work for. Great bosses, great management, great team, great people, great, great owners and all that. So she loved it. So that's what she did. And another actor, here's one, Jim, here's one, another one. Um, here's one, um, Drew, Drew Carey. Drew Carey was a Marine who won, got out of the Marine Corps, was living in Cleveland. He was sleeping on his friend's couch and on the floors in friends' houses, also utilizing the Cleveland, the Cuyahoga County Public Library system. Yep, Cleveland Public Library, and he would, stay, he would go in the library and would spend all day there. Sometimes he would sleep there. The librarians knew, a lot of the librarians knew who he was. He was in a corner there in the daytime sleeping. And at night he would go hang out at his friend's house and stuff, or he would write his script, write his stories, and then he would go and go to comedy houses and he grinds. He did the poor man circuit in the, in the comedy skit in the comedy realm. They call the poor circuit. Poor man circuit is where you got paid just enough money to pay for a motel, pay for a, a, a cheap motel and a bus ticket. And he, and he said he traveled 
doing his comedy, harnessing his skills, getting better, getting better, and then getting better. And then he got his Drew Carey show. Steve Harvey, the same thing. Some of the greatest actors, Steve Harvey did the same thing. He was on that circuit called the Chitlin Circuit, you know, down the south and all that stuff, the poor man circuit. And he was grinding doing that. A lot of the comedians did that. They grind to harness their skills. They get better. They get better. They get better. And, and, and I remember one comedian said, he literally said that he went and did a show. And, and, and he, he got paid. Plus, there was a back-end thing. But how many people you can bring into the door? They pay you. He got people coming in, and they didn't pay him at all. Like I said, they didn't pay him at all. You know, they gave him, like, $100. And it was supposed to have been 500 Guy only gave him 100 He was like, what the hell? But, you know, hey, hey, money's money. Hey, you take what you get. He just remembered. He wrote that guy's name down. He remembered the promoter and stuff. The promoter shammed him. He remembered that promoter. All of a sudden, he got big and famous. He got really big and famous. And that promoter come asking him, you know, promoter come asking him, hey, I want you to come and do a show. He says, oh, I can't. I'm busy. He was that big. And, and that promoter, he never, he told everybody, don't go to that promoter. That promoter is going to cheat you. And the promoter did. And that promoter lost his license being a promoter. See, she got to be careful on that. That's what I mean. They, they do these grind jobs. They do these jobs that they don't want to do till they get successful. You want to be successful, you got to get out there and grind. So let's begin. Listen, if you have, we're going to go into it right now. Let me tell you something on this Crime Chronicles. This shout out goes out to all the people out there that are working hard and that are struggling. In this day and age of the economy, struggle. A little extra help will help you. Now this right here, if you have friends that are young and you're young or you have friends and you have these, these two particular phones I'm going to mention, this can help you. Listen, if you have an iPhone and you're young and you got a good enough credit score or whatever and you didn't abuse your credit score, apply for the Apple card, Apple Pay card. Get that. Okay, if you have an iPhone, get the Apple Pay card. Apply for it. That card will help you because what it does, it'll take, it'll do this two things for you. It'll actually help you because what it does, instead of you using your bank card, whether it's Chase, um, Capital One, where it's not Chase, Washington Mutual, um, Navy Fed, Bank of America, you know, or any credit union or any other major bank that you bank with, Pacific West, whatever. It, it, you won't use that card, you use your Apple card, your Apple Pay card instead so that you won't use your card. So you, if you're kind of paranoid about people hacking you or trying to steal your credit information, use that card, Apple card. And it has a separate account number, routing, and PIN. That's all separate from your regular bank card. Good. Now, if you are smart like me, I have, an, I, I have a Samsung. I have Samsung Pay, which is on my phone. So what do I use? I use Samsung's credit card by SoFi through Bancor. Samsung has that. What you do is you go in there, you open the app, you deposit money into that account. I deposited 100 bucks. Then I applied for the um, bank card, the, the card, bank card. And then I do that direct deposit. I got the direct deposit slip. I printed it. I, print, I copied it. I, I, I downloaded that and sent it to my email. I took that right there and went into my job where I worked at. And I took that slip. I went to like um, Office Max. You can go to Office Max or you can also go to set up, you can go to Office Max or you can go to the UPS store. I went there. You can say the UPS store. I walked in there and I, I sent me an email and I print that. Took it to my job and I gave them the deposit slip and I had them deposit $50. $50. And then you can do that. And every payday, 
your big um, $50 will go to that card and then the rest of your check will go into your bank account. Whatever bank you bank with or credit union you bank with. It will go like that. And it just goes like that every week. So like let's say an example. Every, every, every payday is $50 so that's $100 a month. In five months you will have $500. Okay? You will have $500 in your account. That's money that you don't see. Okay? Because you're not looking for it. Don't be stupid. You're just not looking for it. Don't use it. And then just in case an example, you're out and about with friends or let's say you're with your friends. All right? And you're out and about somewhere and you, and you check your bank account because you're going out somewhere to go eat. You go to your bank account and your friends are all eating and, you're all, and they're all saying, we want separate checks for everything. And you look at your account and everybody's eating good and you're trying to go, hmm, let me see what I got in my account. I got like $20. But the meal is that you got... That you ordered, you know, you notice that what you're looking at, I got $20, what can I get for 20 bucks? Oh, a side salad. Oh, that's not what I want. I want the steak. Then you start looking at your account and you go, oh, man. And then you go, oh, I have my Samsung. I have a Samsung. So you go to your Samsung account, you open it up, check the amount. Oh, I got like $400. I'm good. And you pull that card out and you order what you want to like. You order what you eat. You enjoy yourself. You have what you like. You're like, oh, I like this. This is what I got. Boom. You pull out that card and you pay for your meal. That makes you the happiest person in the world. Now, now you're good. Because your friends are like, oh, okay. And they're all like, oh, do we got to help? And they're all like, you know, because if you're the type of person that you don't always have money because you're always broke, trust me, that will make you look even better. They'll be like, oh. And your friends will be like, oh, hey, I got your meal because I know you can't afford it. Be like, no, I got it. Pull out your card, you pay for your meal, boom, done. See, and you do that. And you leave it in there. And it, I call it, leave it like a, like a savings account. So you have money stacked up in there. And just do it. Don't use the card unless it's an emergency. That's what I mean. Don't be sitting there like, oh, I, I got to go, give you new clothes because I'm going to this party kind of emergency. Emergencies meaning that you need gas in your car or you got to pay for something you forgot. That's what I mean when it says an emergency, okay? That's what I mean by an emergency. Do that, okay? That'll actually help you. Another thing I want to tell you, this is a card that I recommend because I have the card. It's called Self. S-E-L-F. Self. There's a downloadable app in the App Store, in the Google Play Store, in the Apple Store, in the Google Play Store. Self is a secure credit card. It actually helps you. It's a credit rebuilding credit card. People will say, well, well, Chime does that or Credit Karma does that. Yes, they all do that. I'm not knocking all those other ones. But I'm just telling you what I have. I have self and I utilize self. The way I tell, and then I'm going to tell you this. Okay, now I have that and I use that. You put money into the card. I dropped $100. I had extra money. I saved up $100, tip money and stuff. And I put that in there and then I pay $35 every month. And I keep that card. Oh, this is the thing that I want to tell you. If you got a credit card, keep your credit card under 30%. That's what I do. And then I also make sure I pay my bill. If you got a bill that's due, say, the 10th, pay it before the 10th. Before the due date, pay your bill. Don't rob Peter to pay Paul. Pay that credit card bill before. If your bill's due, like, here's an example. If your bill's due the 10th and the 15th, and you got paid in the middle of the month, your, your second check in the middle of the month because you know the first of the month is rent and whatever other bills you have, car note, rent, whatever, but you have extra money in the middle of the month, all right? 
what you do is pay that pay that bill pay that pay that bill way ahead of time just pay it off you got it paid off your 30 percent is now down to zero you're keeping it under 30 percent pay your bills if you got a mastercard if you got a mastercard or american express or discover pay your bill early that also helps your credit score and boosts your rating, makes your numbers go up. So if you're at a four, you'll get up to a five and then from a five to a six, from a six to a seven. That'll help you establish good credit. That's what you need to do to help you establish good credit so that you will have good credit because good credit will help you get a car. Or you're looking to buy a house or you're looking to get an apartment because they nowadays they want to check your credit score and there's some jobs that want to check your credit score because they want to see how well are you when it comes to money management that's something i didn't know i because i worked i went to a job i remember i went to an interview the guy asked me the guy was going to hire me but he asked me how's my credit score and i was like uh, and at that time i was young i was like i didn't know he's let's run it he ran my credit score my credit score was low my score was in the 400 I was young. I didn't know what credit score was. And he told me. And then that's when that guy started teaching me. He says, I'm going to hire you. And he took a gamble on me. He said, I, he really didn't. He really said, I really can't hire you because your credit score is bad. But he liked the way my interview skills were. And he loved the way I said. I literally said something to him. That I that most people that we had a whole it was like um, out of 20 people being interviewed, I said something to him that um, that no one has ever said to him, you know, because he he later hired me, but it took a while for him to hire me because he hired someone else because they needed that person like right now. What I asked him was, um, I said, um, I got a question. He was like, sure, talk to me. I said, I know the credit score is a factor. Could you do me one favor? Can I get your number? I had actually, at that time I had an old I had an old Nokia cell phone analog, and I said, "Can I get your phone number?" Yeah, sure. Why? Can I get your number and this number here? And he goes, "Your direct number." And he goes, "Sure. Why? Because I want to call you. I want to schedule an appointment. I want to come back and sit down and talk to you. And I want you to give me. Um, can you write me out a plan of attack to to how I can raise my credit score?" Because I want to raise my credit score. I, I don't know. I didn't know that, that that had an effect. But now that you're telling me this, I want to raise my score. And he was like, okay. So what he did was he gave me his number. I had his direct number. I stored it in my, I stored it in my little notebook. Because at the time, because my phones didn't have, you know, where it had like um, address book. I had a notebook paper and I wrote a little binder thing. And I wrote it in there. I wrote his direct number. A week later, I called him. I called him on a Monday because I was I was still, you know, job hunting. But I also I also had another job. It was a part time job. It was late at night. It was only a couple. I only worked four hours and I I got paid four hours. And all I did was I clean office buildings long time ago. No, no short on that one. So when I called him, I called him up and he answered the phone. I said, hi, my name is Michael. At the time I said, hey, hi, my name is Michael. We'll use Michael. Okay. Uh, I don't, you know, at that time, use Michael. Michael's a good name. I like Michael. My, Michael's a biblical name. So I went and I said, hey, my name is Michael. Um, um, I'm here. I Remember me? I did an interview with you. Oh, yes, JR. And I'm like, I'm using Michael, but, you know, he knew me as JR. He was like, and I was like, you know, yeah, whatever. And I'm like, oh, you know. He goes, oh, okay, hey, what can I do for you, JR? Remember I told you I wanted to ask you about how I could raise my credit score and stuff and how can I 
better and he says oh i want to know what um what what time do you have time what day that what what, what is your not busiest day he said the day that i'm not busy the most is um tuesday i said fine um what time can i come and see you tuesday he said come around nine o'clock i was there at eight i was there at eight o'clock sitting there at his office at the place i was there at eight o'clock waiting he shows up he shows up at 8 30 i was there at eight o'clock he shows up at 8 30 i'm just sitting out there he he didn't he didn't compartmentalize why i was there he didn't know he just you know people are busy they have a lot of work and they and i'm, I'm not a memorable person but i sat there and when he came in when he walked by he goes um hi can i help you are you here for an interview or anything oh i said oh, no hi i'm jay i go hi i'm michael I'm here because, um, remember I called you and I said, oh, you wanted to know about, the, oh, well, come on in. We sat there for an hour and he literally walked me through it, wrote it down. He hand wrote it down, made me a binder, made me a little note, gave me a little folder that I needed to do to boost my credit score. I love that guy. That guy helped me out so much. I jumped my credit score up so high by following what he told me to do. And guess what? I ended up going back there, went for another interview, got a job there. Loved it. I actually loved working there. The guy was the coolest boss, was one of my was one of the greatest bosses to work for. Everything. Then I ended up going into the Marine Corps. Yeah, I ended up I ended up leaving it and went into the military at that time. I mean, I went in the military. I knew I knew what I wanted to do. I wanted to, I wanted to cook and I wanted to go into the military, so I went in the military. Jarbell went, wanted wanted to become a wanted to become a hardcore leaning dog, devil dog, marine, and that's what I did. But that guy gave me the the keys to my life. That was somebody that was a mentor. <laughs> but he, he didn't have to do that, but he did. And he saw and when I went to work, oh my god, the guy was the guy was so pissed. He was so pissed that he didn't hire me earlier because the person that he hired had a great credit score but was lazy i kept to work i was on time i was on time at work i was i came to work i i worked i did my job i did what i was supposed to do i was grinding at work i was given 200 percent because the reason why because i knew that i had to show that man that i was thanking him for what he was what he did for me teaching me what i needed to do so i'm telling you if you, whatever you do, maintain that credit score because that credit score helps you. Now, here's something that you probably don't know. And I'm going to tell you this, that you need to understand. Do you know that the credit bureau, that there's two credit scores? There's a credit score that you see and there's a credit score that the people who run your credit have. There's one that's the that's a general score that you have. Then there's a FICO score. That's a credit score that, the, that they have access, the government accesses. And like say if let's say you go to um, Credit Karma and Credit Karma says your credit score is say 620. But then you go to like say Experian and it says 550 or you go to TransUnion and it says 610 or you go to Equifax and it says 620. What they do is they take all three and they give you an average. So and he was like, you know, like that. But then there's one that the government uses. That's totally different from any score that you have. And it'll say your credit score is 600. And you're like, but, but it says on this app. No, that one that the government has is the most accurate one. You can actually, you can actually go to the website and, and get a request or a credit score. You could also download Experian, TransUnion, or Equifax 
all three or you can download mint not mint mobile mint it's by intuit by into into it TurboTax, mint you can do that or you can do self credit score by self will do it too it'll give you a credit score you want those because you want to know your credit score so when you know your credit score like i had a thing i went and applied for something and and i was with my i was with my girl and stuff and we were out you know going there and they walked in and the first thing the lady asked me was she said hi i have a question my girl was sitting there going she said i'm sure she was like she was like yeah and we were applying for something and the girl asked um she goes um because she was applying for it i wasn't i was just there because you know i'm there she goes i have a question my girl was like the girl lady was like yes i have a question my girl was like what what's your credit score she says um i really don't know she my girl was like i really don't know i don't know my credit score you don't know no and she goes um well let's run your credit score you know they say running your credit score lowers your credit score um the answer is yes it does on some things but not all things you know so i go yes so i go yes i looked at her and i said yes and I ran my, and so she ran, you know, the ran the credit score. So, they ran her credit score. Her credit score was like um, a 500. You know, she said, oh, your credit score is 540. My girl was like, what's that mean? It's low. It's not bad. She said, it's not bad. It's not like a 400, it's a five, it's good, but you want at least a, a six. Six I can work with. And she goes, oh, okay. She looked at me and I'm standing there. She says, well, what's his credit score? She goes, I don't know. She goes, hey, JR. I go, yes, what's your credit score? Do you know your credit score? I said, um, um, I'm at 600. Mine goes from six, 600 to 620. So it's about a 600. I'm at a fair. I put up my app, showed her, she's like, oh, I can use your credit score. So I used my credit score and we got what she wanted. And it, and that kind of helped her. She looked at me and she's like, how do you, she looks at me and goes, how the hell, you know that? I, 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 I say, I tell her, these are things that I tell you. I tell you, I tell you to download this app, to put this on your, so you can monitor your credit score. I'm sitting there telling her, well, the lady got up and said, I'll be right back. And I said, you need to download this app. And you're like, I don't want all those apps on my phone. My phone, it's going to be bare bones and nothing. You got over a thousand apps on your phone. Yes, I do. I use lights almost half of them. Not, I don't use all of them all the time, but I use most of them. And then the lady comes back and goes, looks at her, looks at my girl and tells her, hey, I gotta, I'm going to tell you an app that you need to use. The app that he has, great app. I will, rec I will get that. You need to um, have your. She goes. Has your man? Has he told you to to help? Did he tell you anything about credit scores? About how to get your credit score up and monitor it? She goes. My girl goes just like this. My girl goes like this. Um, no, he never told me. He didn't tell me nothing. So I'm going to tell you this. Same apps that I told her, like Credit Karma. You know, all those ones like Credit Karma and Equifax, TransUnion, Experian those and FICO and SELF and Aspire and all those other ones that does credit reporting and Chime 
that also does that too, your credit ratings and stuff. And Mint, she told her about Credit Karma. She said, oh yeah, I know about Credit Karma. She said, yes. She said, well, don't use that. She says, you, 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 a lot of people use Credit Karma. She says, Credit Karma kind of, um, she says, well, don't use that then. If you, she said, you, you know, you know about Credit Karma. She said, oh yeah, I, I know about Credit Karma. She said, well, don't use that one. Use this one. And it was um, the one that I use, Self. Self. Yeah, she said, get this, car, get this right here. And my girl was like, why? And the, and the lady said, because this is going to help your credit score. What you're going to have to do is, what it does is, it's a, it's a secure credit card. You put money in the account, like $100, and then they take out $35 every month. My girl was like, oh, I don't have that kind of money to do that. Well, then that's the only way you're going to build your credit score up, to build your rating. That builds your rating, and also you can monitor, and, you, you, and it'll check your credit score. My girl was like, oh, okay. And she goes, okay. He has that card. He has that self card. She goes, he has self. Um, yeah, I, I saw that. And he's doing really good. His score is going up by point. By point. I also have Equifax. And I also have TransUnion. And I have Experian. I also have those too. Reason being is because at TransUnion, I pay, I pay a monitoring fee. Equifax. Uh, TransUnion, I pay a monitoring fee. And... At Experian, I pay a monitoring fee. Yes, I do that because I want my I want to know my credit score. I have all of them because I need to know because everyone reports differently. Yes. And that's why I have that. And it actually helped me with my score. It helped me boost my numbers up. My number I went from a I went from a five to a six, and I'm doing really, really good. So I'm gonna tell you, those things right there will help you. If you are trying to build your credit score up, I'm telling you, you need to share this podcast right here with everyone about building your credit score, how you can build your credit score. I'm not I'm not asking you. I'm not sitting there telling you. I'm not telling you how you can. I'm not trying to say, hey, it's going to, you know, you're going to be honest with you. You're going to spend money, but it's going to benefit you in the long run. If you're trying to go buy a car, say, for instance, you go to a car dealer and, you know, a lot of car dealers should have this thing called no money down. When you hear that, when they say no money down, this is what they're saying. No money down based on credit score. So say, for instance, you walk into the car dealership and you like you see the car you want, your dream car, your baby, that, that car, that's your boo. That car is your car. Guess what? And they say, let's run your credit. Boom. Your credit score is a four. How you gonna buy? They're going to say, well, can you put down... 2000 can you put down 4000 can you put down that kind of money for your car and you're like whoa <laughs> but i thought it said yeah that's one and, and then you look at the fine print based on credit score so to build your credit score up so that you won't look like a dummy going in there that's what you need to do you need to do that okay i'm gonna tell you you need to do that all right hey I love each and every one of y'all. I appreciate you. This right here is what's going to help you build your credit score. Build that credit score. Now, there are now there are unforeseen circumstances. I'm going to say this. There are times where there's a there was a group of people that I know, a successful wealthy people, one-tenth of wealthy people. This one guy, he was a multimillionaire. Guess what? He had a terrible credit score. But guess what? 
The reason why he had a terrible credit score? Because he kept spending, overspending. And he did that to build his brand, his business. And that's why his credit score was so terrible. I remember he talked about how he went to a car dealership to go buy a car. He knew his credit score was really, really low. So what he did was he walked in there and he knew his credit score was low. The guy said, um, the salesman was like, um, let's run your credit. Whoa, your credit score is at a 450. He's like, wow. Um, he goes, uh, okay, um, let me talk to my boss and see how much you got to put down. He says, you ain't got to do that. I know what my credit score is. My credit score is always going to be low like that. And he says, really? He says, well, I can tell you how to, we can get you something. He says, no, nah, I'm, I'm going to pay cash for the car. So he paid cash for the car. And he said he always paid cash for everything because he knew his credit score was so low enough that it was terrible. His credit score was terrible, but he was so much, he was rich. He was rich with a bad credit score. See, sometimes there's some, some of the most wealthiest people that are super rich got terrible credit scores. Yeah, I may be a billionaire, but I have a bad credit score. And there's some billionaires that are so rich, they got a good credit score. Some people that are so rich, they don't care about their credit score because they're like, I, I'm a billionaire. Who cares about my credit score? See what I mean? So for regular people like you and me, you need to make sure that credit score is good. All right. This is what I want you to do. This is your homework for you. I want you to go out there, check out those sites. If you got an Apple phone, try to apply for the Apple Pay credit card. Yeah. And see what and see how you see if you get it. If you don't get it. Hey, that's you know, you don't get it. But if you have an Android like me and you have Samsung, get the Samsung Pay, get the Samsung credit card. Samsung bank card. It's not a credit card. It's a Samsung um, secure savings account. Basically what it is, secure savings account. Basically what it is, is just like your, it's like your bank. Whatever's in there, that's your limit. So if you have 50 bucks in there, your limit's only $50. So it's not like a credit card. So it's just a bank card. Like I said, it's a Samsung um, card, MasterCard. The one I have is a Samsung MasterCard by SoFi powered powered by SoFi through Bancor and that's what it is so my limit is whatever I have saved in there so I only have say $20 in there my limit's $20 so I only have 50 my limit's only 50 that's what you do see what I mean you, you gotta get that or if you want a major credit card a major secure credit card download self Self is a credit card that'll actually help you okay hey by the way this is J.R. Bell when I got your six podcast and I want you to to do that's your homework just to do that and also share this with a lot of people because everybody needs to know about this a lot of people don't know about this because they didn't teach this in school i had to learn this the hard way and like i said the guy that i worked for that was my mentor he had it before i knew what mentors were that was my guy and that guy really helped me and i always remembered him i just remembered him that's why i put this in the podcast sometimes you it, it catches on you and stuff but hey do what you got to do all right hey by the way, I love each and every one of you. This this podcast is sponsored by BlackBlueElectronica.com. If you want to get some electronics, go check it out. Just look around. If you see something you want and you don't see it in there, maybe I can get it for you. But remember one thing. It's going to come from China, so it's going to take some time. But it'll come there because the price that's in there is what I pay. So if the price costs $150 plus shipping, that's what I pay. I pay $150 plus your shipping, and then I, I send it off. Do I make any money off of that? Not really. Because I, I, didn't, I didn't raise the prices. Because most people will take a price that's $150, they'll go like $180. Or they'll say, if it's $150, they'll say $200. And then they're making a profit. 
I'm not making any profit. I just get the, I, I sell it to you at the bare bones price or what the actual cost. So it's that cost. I do that because I'm, I'm a veteran. I'm a Marine and I want everybody to save. So that's why. So if you see something in there that costs like two or 300 or whatever, whatever that price is, that's the price that I pay. And plus your shipping, that's what I pay. And you pay for shipping. So you're paying what I pay. So what I do is when you, when, when you buy something, like here's what I do. When you buy something from my store, the order comes in. I get a notification. I take that money that you spent and I turn around and I pay for it along with your shipping. And I send that all totally to that place. Yes. Now, would I make any money? Now, there's a few items in there. I can make, I can make a lot of money off of it because they're a little bit higher. I actually... I set those higher like that because I know a lot of people ain't going to buy those like those like those um, three wheel electric cars and stuff. Yeah. For those. Yeah. I put them a little bit higher. And those I did that because that's something that I I set and I know I just put them in there. Those ones I actually set the price for all the other items. I didn't set price. I left them as the wholesale price, the price that I pay. So I believe in that. All right. Hey, by the way, this is J.R. Bell with I Got Your Six Podcast. Share my share this podcast with all your friends. Tell people so they need to know about this, how to build their credit, how to get. I just gave it. I gave it the easiest way you can understand it. All right. By the way, Bravo 6 going dark.